You're listening to the Queen of Manifesting Podcast. Welcome to the Queendom. In this podcast, the queen of manifesting herself, Kelly Walker, Kelly Walker, will teach you how to manifest everything you need to live your purpose at a higher level. And now, your queen, queen. Kelly Walker. Hey, it's Kelly Walker, and welcome to the Queendom. Today on the Queen of Manifesting podcast, we have the amazing drum roll please i wish i had a drum roll sound effect i need to get one of those i mean that's a thing right i could just hit a drum roll sound effect button anyway i'm sure it is <laughs> so the amazing tiffany barnes tiffany is a wealth transformation coach and also she's my friend i met her at well i've met you many times probably the first time at an event in salt lake yeah Maybe yeah, that was awesome. And you're awesome. And you made me cry. And so, in a good way, <laughs> you touched my heart. So um, Tiffany is, can I tell them that you're a millionaire? Sure. Okay. So Tiffany is way younger than me and a millionaire. And so I wanted to have her on today because this girl knows how to make money. And if you've been listening to my last few episodes, I've been talking about the terrible trifecta of weight, debt, and clutter. So if you are having a clutter in your money energy, hopefully you've cleaned it out because we've been talking about clearing out your money corner. And I know a lot of you have done it and have already felt the difference in your money energy. So Tiffany is, she kind of represents the next step. So you've cleared your money, your money energy, now what? Now, what do you do that you've actually got money flowing into your life? Well, one option is to invest in real estate. Now, don't get scared. I know some of you probably went, oh, that's not for me. This is beyond me. It's not, you guys. So I, I want Tiffany to, first I want you to introduce yourself. And then I want you to tell everybody how you, at a very young age, got into real estate and became a millionaire. A long, long time ago. Awesome. Well, yeah, my name is Tiffany Barnes and I've uh, been doing real estate for 16 years. I'm 37 now. I started at 21. Wow. And here's the crazy thing I went to the University of Utah on a full ride scholarship. I had somebody take me under their wing and mentor me and show me how to do my first real estate transaction. I made a little over $3,000 doing it's basically called a wholesale. My next transaction, I made a little over four, and then my next, I did another, a little over three, and I thought, oh my gosh, this is great, <laughs> and I stopped focusing on homework and college stuff, and <laughs> had to have basically a come to Jesus with myself, if you will, and say, do I stay in college and pursue a degree in communications, which I wasn't going to be a doctor or a lawyer or somebody that needed that degree, or drop out of college on a full ride scholarship to pursue real estate <laughs> and i dropped out and pursued hey, it. i'm I, not here to say i'm not here to say drop out of college okay guys but it was the right plan for me and i never looked back so um you know i've had ups and downs in 2007 when the market crashed mm -hmm. i also lost a great deal of money into the six figures wow. and let me tell you something the reason i lost it 
wasn't because I wasn't following a fail-safe system. It was because of my ego. My mentor told me not to do a real estate transaction and I did it anyways and I lost a lot of money. So um, from then on out, I became a very conservative investor and became a millionaire at 28 years old through my rental properties and flipping houses. Wow. That's amazing. Thank Holy you. Cow. Yeah. Wow. Nice. Thank you. <laughs> so 28. Yes. That's crazy. So you became a millionaire like before most people get married. Yeah. But here's the crazy thing. Like, remember I, I was telling you a little bit and you know, this side, side note, I've lived on my own since 15. So 28, I was already out in the world for 13 years. So I felt old at that time. I thought I was going to be a millionaire sooner. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Your perspective, you know, it changes everything. Totally. Yeah. I think it's amazing. So you, um, you did all this amazing stuff with real estate. You told me you were in the um, Olympics. You carried the torch. I carried the torch in the 2002 Winter Olympics. I took the flame from this guy you may have heard of, Steve Young. <laughs> yeah, I think some of us have heard of him. And um, yeah, I, it was the most amazing thing I've ever done in my life, even over becoming a millionaire. And, um, you know, not a lot of people get to do it. And it's just yeah. really, it's really cool. You know, I talk a lot about, having some sort of a flame inside and that can be for money. It could be for relationships. It could be for your health. And, um, I really tried to carry that flame with me since that, uh, torchbearer experience into, you know, fueling my legacy for one day when I die, I'm, I'm already making an impact because of my wealth. That's amazing. So what I'm, I mean, I'm wondering, I'm sure the listeners are wondering what happened to make you um, just even believe that real estate was possible? Because I know so many people want to do real estate investing, but they think there's no way I could ever, I could, I could never get to that point. That's like three levels above me. I'm never going to get there. What happened in your life that helped you make that leap from just a person to a real estate investor? So as I mentioned, my first three transactions were kind of small, but let me back it up a bit. I was waitressing when I first got into real estate. I was waitressing at a place called Frontier Pies. Do you remember that place? I remember Frontier Pies. Yeah, I was a waitress there. And I had this guy who kept coming in. He was a regular. And he always was dressed really nice and was having a lot of business meetings at this restaurant. Well, when he'd come in, he would request me. And you know how it is when, have you ever waitressed before? No. Okay, well, let me tell you, when you're a waitress or a waiter, you tend to just pick up little snidbits of people's conversations when you're dropping off food or water or whatever. Right. And he was always talking real estate. So uh, one day I got some gumption and I said, Hey, I hear you're always talking real estate. What do you do? Are you a real estate, you know, investor? Are you a realtor? And he's like, well, I actually show people how to invest in real estate. And I was like, awesome. I want to learn how to do that. And he says, well, I can show you how, uh, but I charge $10,000 for my services. I'm a waitress. I'm what? riding the bus. I don't have $10,000. So I got discouraged and I thought, okay, I guess real estate isn't something I'm ever going to get into. 
And I kind of kicked it around in my head for a little while. And he came in a few times later and I said, hey, his name was Matt. And I said, hey, Matt. So I've been thinking a lot about this coaching you were talking about. I don't have $10,000, but what I do have is time. And time is money. Mm-hmm. I would be willing to, any days off I have or any spare chance I have, I will come into your office. I will make copies for you. I will make the coffee. I will vacuum floors. I'll take your laundry to the dry cleaners. I don't care. I will do whatever it That's takes just to be awesome. around you and have your gold rub off on me. Wow. So I did that. I did that for five to six months. And finally, he's like, okay. I see your work ethic and he started teaching me some of the the trade. And so once he taught me how to do a wholesale transaction, which is basically where you put a property under contract and you are the middle person, if you will. So you put it under contract for, let's just use for an example, sake, a hundred thousand. But after you fix it up, it can be worth 200,000. You could sell that contract for, let's say $10,000. So that person pays the hundred plus the 10 which equals 110, they've still got $90,000 meat on the bone. So that's basically how a wholesale transaction works. And so that first transaction, I made a little over three grand, like say, and then a little over four, and then again, a little over three. And I started to see, oh, okay, I can do this with no money. And once I started making money, I started investing in myself and going to real estate education classes mm-hmm. all over the country. And ended up going to work for one of them. There's a guy that had a TV show called Flip This House. And I worked for him for the last 10 years. Wow. And showing him. So I was traveling, you know, 40 weeks a year, showing investors throughout the United States how to invest in real estate through flipping, wholesaling, creative financing, all kinds of different ways. And I was making the nice, you know, 300 plus thousand dollars a year. Wow. So I was putting a lot of that money away to invest back into real estate. So instead of going and buying fancy cars or clothes or, you know, being like, Hey, I got all this money coming in. I was really frugal about it and was saving as much as I could to go out and buy rental properties. And that's how I built my portfolio was, you know, maintaining good credit. um, And also, you know, putting what money I had at the time by buying one house at a time. That's amazing. And then you're, you, you said you could, you started with no money, but you had good credit. Yes. So talk about that. So in real estate, you don't always have to have big chunks of cash to get involved. Mm -hmm. If you have good credit, which is so important, I'm sure you've taught your listeners that it's really important not to mess up your credit. I mean, I know I had to learn that the hard way. Um, that once you have good credit, you can go to private money lenders or hard money lenders and utilize their funds to get into a transaction. Now, sometimes they're going to take a portion of the profits or they might charge you, you know, 20% on the money. But if you're going to make, you know, $50,000 and you're having no money out of your pocket just by using your credit, you know, it makes sense. So there's a lot of various ways to get involved. That's awesome. So I keep saying that's awesome (laughs) because it is, it's so It is awesome. Real estate is awesome. And I, I think real estate has a mystique to it that people, you know, they don't realize it is actually accessible. If, if they get the right training, they find the right mentor, the the right course, whatever. Um, So I think that it's really important that people realize that. 
And if you want to manifest wealth in your life, my personal belief has always been find a good investment and stop trying to trade your time for money because there is only a finite amount of time in your life. So find different ways to make money. Don't make money with a job, make money with like informational products or real estate or some other kind of investment. So I think that manifesting wealth is it's really important to realize that time is your most precious commodity and that's not what you want to be trading for wealth. Right. So real estate is an excellent avenue for that. Yeah, you know, with real estate, think about this. There's three basic needs of society. Food, water, shelter. <laughs> right? It is the best thing to invest in be besides food and water because it's something that everybody's always going to need. So it's never going away. Yeah. Now sure the market fluctuates, right. but that's why you have to have the right education and knowledge to know where to put your money when. And you and I had this conversation. I said right now Utah is not the market for flipping. It's just not. Yeah. And I know that by certain signs and formulas and things that I watch to see where to put my money. Right now, the best place to put my money in Salt Lake is through rentals. And the thing that I love about real estate and rentals is it's an appreciating asset. So let me give you an example. Let's say I bought a house five years ago that was 150000 and it now appraises for 280000 plus I was renting it out during that five years. Not only was I making a nice passive residual income monthly that I didn't have to do much for, it also went up by $130,000 just because it's real estate and the market has appreciated. Yeah. So you get, you know, two double, you know, gold nuggets there, if you will. Uh, right. I love that. And you, you also said that you have been looking into vacation rentals. Yes. So I go ahead. That sounds really exciting to me because I've stayed in several Airbnbs and every time I stay in one, I think, wow, I need to buy myself a property to do an Airbnb. I think that every time I stay in one. Yeah, they are up and coming right now. It was kind of like, remember when Uber came out, everybody's like, nobody's going to use Uber. <laughs> right. And now everybody uses it. And I remember when Airbnb came out, I'm like, nobody's going to use that. And now here I am owning Airbnbs. <gasps> so. Um, the one thing I will say about rentals, and I'm sure your listeners kind of think about this on themselves in the back of their mind, they say, ooh, rentals, ooh, you know, I got to get Be a, a landlord. The, yeah, being a landlord, the toilet breaks, I got to go fix it, or right. that somebody trashes people. your house. Yeah, it yeah. terrifies people with good reason, mm -hmm. and, um, and I kind of told you this a little bit before this um, podcast, I had a rental that got trashed. I had to evict the tenant. Um, she was supposed to have three people in there. There were 10 people in there and it caused about $7,000 worth of damage. Oh my and It God. was a lesson learned. I took her to court. I won, you know, I had to do the whole garnish her wages thing and that nobody wants oh, to do that. Yeah. That's, that's just, yeah, that's a negative vibration for sure. And so I said, you know, why don't I try this Airbnb thing? I'm already going to spend this much to get it back up ready to rent. Why don't I just furnish it too and see how it works? Yeah. And I did it and oh my gosh, I have, I'm already booked a year out 
for my Airbnb here in Salt Lake City. And just there's city, not like not like up in Park City, but like it's North Salt Lake, girl. North oh, Salt Lake. It's seven minutes from Salt Palace Convention Center. So that's oh. attractive for people who come in for that. Yeah. It's seven to ten minutes from the airport. You can be up in Park City within about 15 to 20 minutes. So there's a lot of really good things about it. Um, it's a single story Rambler home built in the 50s, but I had no training on Airbnb. What I did is I said, okay, I've been living in hotels for the last 15 years, literally living out of a suitcase. Wow. What was it that I loved about hotels? Like what were the things that made it feel like home for me? Yeah. And I took those things and I put them into my Airbnb. Oh my gosh. And I have, I'm a super host. I've got five stars out of five stars. Again, I'm, I have people who come stay and then they book again. And I'm already booked out for um, a lot of the months next year. And wow. the only thing I did is I just put myself in their shoes. And, you know, in a way I did manifest too. I was like, you know, please let's let this work. But in my mind, I envisioned the feeling of getting those people to rent from me and having a good experience and all of that. And it's worked for me. It's been phenomenal. That would be such a fun job, I think. So it is. We're going to take a little break and uh, then we're going to be back with Tiffany Barnes. And so everybody stay tuned and we'll be right back. Hey guys, let me ask you a few questions. Do you guys know that you're meant to change lives and influence others, but sometimes you feel invisible? Or are you frustrated with trying to build a business on Facebook and getting zero engagement on your posts? Does the thought of learning how to use ClickFunnels make you want to cry? Do you have big plans, big purpose, and big dreams, but a tiny audience that never engages with your posts? You guys, if you answered yes to any of these questions, then my new coaching program is tailor-made for you. It's called Explode Your Influence, and it is three months of private coaching, just you and me, where you learn successful strategies for turning your Facebook account into a customer-producing, money-making machine that works 24 hours a day, even while you sleep. You guys, I have gotten all of my paying customers from Facebook because I know how to use it as a sales funnel. You don't have to buy ClickFunnels. You don't have to spend your life on Facebook. You don't have to feel salesy and you don't have to hear, hear crickets after every one of your posts. You do get to get personal funnel training for your specific business. I'll teach you how to start your own podcast to get customers from all over the world. Create an ebook to use for an irresistible lead magnet, belief breakthrough on why you keep self sabotaging, and possibly the most exciting part you get a seven night Caribbean cruise included in your package. And if you are so inclined, you can even speak on my cruise and instantly become an international speaker. But I won't force you to because I know. Most people are more scared of public speaking than they are of dying, so I will never force you to speak on my cruise, but you certainly can have a spot. So if you're ready to stop playing small and letting the marketing side of your business confuse and frustrate you, 
and you're ready to stand up and be seen as an expert in your topic and get followers who are your ideal client every day and make Facebook your 100% completely free partner in growing your business, then this program is for you. There's a link in the show notes to click on my calendar to schedule a call with me to see whether this is a good fit for you and for your business. So follow the links in the show notes to find my calendar link or just email me at kelly at thequeenofmanifesting.com and I will write you back. You're listening to the Queen of Manifesting Podcast. Welcome to the Queendom. And we're back with Tiffany Burns, Wealth Transformation Coach. So we were just talking about her Airbnb experience. And you said you you did it by, I mean, you made it successful by imagining what you would want. If you were staying somewhere, you know, what did you love about hotels? So I'm just curious, what are the things you decided that you wanted to have in your Airbnb properties that's, that's been so successful? Well, I can't give away all of my secrets. Right. I'll give you a few. Um, One of the main things that I really enjoyed was I was staying in a hotel and they had these QB alarm clocks. So C-U-B-I-E alarm clocks. And they have two uh, ports to plug in and two USB ports on the top of the clock. Oh, nice. So one thing I hate about hotel rooms is trying to find a place to plug stuff in. Oh, right. So with this alarm clock, you can plug up to four devices into it. So you can, your phone, your, you know, whatever else you bring, your laptop, your hair straightener, if you wanted to, whatever. And I get a lot of people who comment and compliment how they love that. Another thing is I invested a little more money and put Tempur-Pedic mattresses in every single one of the rooms. Oh, nice. And I have these sweat wicking sheets that were um, in one of my hotel rooms. And so people comment, if you were to go look at my listing, people are always like, oh my gosh, these beds are heavenly. And so I took those two things. I'm not going to give all my secrets, but those two things. Plus I also have a guest book, which people love. Um, So they can see who stayed, why they stayed, what they thought. Um, For an example, I had a couple who stayed for a whole month who came in from Indiana Wow. And they came to Salt Lake to adopt their first child. So this was where they were bringing that baby home for the first time. So it was their home. That's amazing. So I like to do, my love language is thoughtfulness. I love to do thoughtful things. Mm -hmm. So I left them a thank you card. I put a bag of diapers, a teddy bear, and a gift certificate to a restaurant so they could go out and eat somewhere and say, congratulations on starting your new family. Now that took a little bit out of my profits, but it was worth it to me because they were booking for a whole month and I wanted them to have a really precious experience with this new baby. So I think with Airbnbs, so my company, my sub company is called Just Like Home. And I have a lot of people that tell me that my property is just like home and I make it very affordable. I don't price gouge, you know, you can rent, my house is a four bedroom, two bath, 99 bucks a night. You can't stay in a hotel for that. That's a, such a good deal. Oh right? God. Yeah, because I've done Airbnbs. That's an amazing deal. 
Right. And people, when they get there, they're like, holy moly, this is well worth the money. And I could charge more, but for me, it's about quality, not just quantity. Yeah. And how much work is it for you to have it? You know, it's not a lot of work. I could, they do have, um, like you can have somebody be like a property manager for you. They don't call it that. I can't think of what it's called right now, but I do it all on my own. Um, the lady that cleans my house, so my housekeeper right. cleans that house as well. So I give her the schedule a month in advance and, wow. um, I charge $200 per stay, regardless if it's one night, five nights, seven nights, um, for a cleaning fee. Right. And I actually make a little bit of money on that too, because, um, my housekeeper usually charges me about a hundred bucks to clean sometimes a little more if there's more people, if it gets pretty dirty. So yeah. I usually make about 50 to a hundred bucks per stay just on the cleaning fee as well. Wow. So other than cleaning, I don't clean it. Um, but I do go after it's been cleaned and I write a handwritten thank you note for everyone. Um, I do provide bottles of water. So I will go and, you know, I'm, I'm OCD, otherwise known as CDO, because the letters have to be in order. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. So I, I know you were talking about clutter on yeah. your um, podcast. I am the queen of no clutter. Wow. So I will go back into the Airbnb after it's been cleaned, and I will straighten all the lines of the pillowcases and make sure everything's just to a T perfect, wow. vacuum out any footprints I left in the floor. Wow. You, know, you don't have to get to that extreme, uh -huh. but I would say it, it's about four hours max a month I put into that. Oh, that's super easy. Yeah. And I make, so just to give you an idea, when I was renting it out, I was making about $1,500 a month. Right. Now I do have a mortgage on the house. The mortgage is about a thousand. So I was making about 500 bucks a month um, when it was a rental. Yeah. Now as an Airbnb, I'm making about 2,500 to 3,000 a month. So I'm almost double, if not more, depending on the season. Right. And I don't have somebody trashing it. I get to control it. And you know, the house stays nice and furnished and it's been awesome. That sounds so much better. Yes. Wow. And so would you suggest that people wanting to get started in real estate, maybe just go straight to the Airbnb model? I would say Airbnb or VRBO. There's a lot of vacation rental sites out there. Oh yeah. Big and I've tested them, you know, like TripAdvisor has one. Right. Um, but I think VRBO and Airbnb has been the best. It's so like last month, most of my bookings came from VRBO. Oh, this okay. month, most of my bookings came from Airbnb and they each are a little bit different. Um, Airbnb pays you quicker than VRBO, uh, but the fees are about the same. So yeah, it just depends on what you want to do, but you don't even have to rent out your whole house. You can rent out a room in your house. If you have a room in your basement, that's been like your clutter room where you've just been stacking up boxes, yeah. clear the clutter and rent the room out. Oh my People God. Their rooms out in their house for you know, 40 bucks a night, 30 bucks a night. And it's better than a hotel. Now, wow. granted, you can have somebody in your house unless you have an extra kitchen down there as well. Right. But I know a lot of people that do that. They just ran out of room and it's worked great. That's a really good incentive to clear out the clutter. That is a great incentive to clear wow. out the clutter. Right. 
Start making yeah. money on that room. Get rid of the clutter. Make some money. We That's went, a really good suggestion. So the um the way people get started into real estate, you know, you know the path. You know a good easy path, right? Correct. Right. So I would like you to just kind of in a nutshell tell people like what is a good path to start what is like what are the prerequisites what do they need to already have you know settled in their own life before they can start investing things like that like where should somebody start is what i is what i guess i'm saying sure that's a great question i would say number one is credit get your credit in tune make sure that you know you're at least a 620 or above if you're going to go out and try to buy a property mm -hmm. specifically for an airbnb or a rental or a flip now if you already have a space in your house i guess credit isn't necessary but you need to also have a dedication and a focus because it is a business mm -hmm. um, for an example i'm leaving for nice france i'm going to the world triathlon in the french riviera i'm going to monte carlo and Cannes, and i'm going to be gone for two weeks i leave on wednesday that's exciting. the most beautiful thing about this is my money is making money for me regardless of where i am or what i'm doing and that's because I was focused and determined in the beginning. That's my point is don't treat this as a hobby, right? Treat it as a business and the focus you put into it, meaning the little things you do. So planning, right? Getting a housekeeper, planning out the month ahead of time. That's huge. Um, planning who's going to go and put the waters in the fridge and do the thank you notes and stuff like that just kind of doing a, being a planner, if you will, and not just fly by the seat of your pants, that will really equate to success as well. Good, okay. So get focused, get- uh, Your credit in your order. Credit in order, okay. Yes. Good. And um, so if somebody wanted to say, come to you for help specifically, Mm -hmm. You are in Salt Lake. I have a lot of listeners in the Salt Lake area. So, well, and you probably work by Zoom, right? You I do. Yeah, I can work anywhere in the United States. Oh, good. So if any of my listeners wanted to actually contact you for help, is that something that you do? Absolutely. Oh, tell us about that. Okay, there's a couple things. I actually offer workshops, and the ones I've been doing so far have been in Salt Lake, but I'm not opposed to travel. So if any of your listeners, if we've got a big group in a certain city, mm -hmm. I would love to come travel and show them these workshops. They're two-day workshops, and if they want, there's a couple things. They can go to coachtiffanybarnes.com, okay. and they can schedule a one-on-one -on -one session with me there. Mm -hmm. Or one thing I would love to do for your listeners is I have this two-day course. I charge anywhere from $200 to $1,500 for this course. I am willing to give it to your listeners complimentary. Woo. So that means free 99, wow. that's the best kind. Free 99, um, <laughs> I love it. So they just need to text the number 801-406-3515. I'll repeat that again, 801 four zero six three five one five and text the words money manifest and i will get you a link to the next workshop 
for free because of Kelly and how awesome she is. Oh, that's so cool. I love it. And tell me, what will they learn at the workshop? So it's basically Real Estate 101. It's going to give you the foundation and the basics to get going in real estate. And it's not one of these, here's the thing that we know about real estate workshops. I'm just going to say it out loud. There's a lot of people who try to wet your whistle, but they don't give you the whole burrito, right? They don't <laughs> give you the whole enchilada. So <laughs> I will give you the whole enchilada. This is not some, let me give you a little bit, and then you got to spend all kinds of money to get more. That's not how I operate. That's awesome. So, I'm glad you're like that. Yes. So I'm going to be teaching credit strategies in the class. So how to actually get your credit up and repair it. I'm not a credit counselor, but I just teach based off of what I know. And I've helped tens of hundreds of thousands of people do this over the last 15 years. Wow. I also show people the lingo because that's really important in real estate is oh. to know the lingo. Um, also how to identify the right houses, the right price points, and how to identify what to do in the market. I mean, there's so many signs of where you should go or not go. And I give actual formulas. Oh my so God. it's literally proven formulas. You plug the numbers in. If, if it's a green light, then you pull the trigger. If it's a yellow light, you don't say, well, I'm emotionally attached to this house, so I'm going to buy it. No. <laughs> Stick to the system and you will make money. Wow. That, okay. The, the formula, that sounds amazing. So yeah. you're not just shooting and hoping. No, not you know at all. sure that you're going to make money. Nope. It is going to be something where it is a strategy. That's why I'm a wealth transformation coach. I'm going to show you how to transform your wealth through a strategy. So I give you formulas through spreadsheets, as a matter of fact, where you literally, wow. let me show you, let me kind of tell you what I'm talking about. So I just did a workshop where I walked my students through seven houses in one day. Oh. And I showed them through these uh, spreadsheets, mm -hmm. how to analyze a property without ever setting foot in the property. Oh my gosh. As long as you know the bedrooms, the bathrooms, the square footage, the year built and stuff like that, you can analyze a house sitting in your underwear in your bedroom if you want. <laughs> so, and it's not a get rich quick scheme. I want to be clear on that. I had to put 76 offers out before I ever had one accepted. So in this oh, business, wow. another thing I would say your listeners need to have is resilience. Oh. In real estate, you need to be resilient because it's not, you're going to put an offer out and bing, bang, boom, it's accepted. Right. You might have to put 10 out. You might have to put 20 offers out until you get your first transaction. But okay. once you get that first one, you're rocking and rolling. It's all worth it. Yeah. And then you've got one under your belt and that, you know, the confidence of having accomplished one, that's really powerful in giving you the motivation to keep going. Yep. Absolutely. Nice. Um, I remember there was something else I wanted to ask you. What was it? Wow. In the memory, you know, it's the first thing to go. I need to manifest <laughs> a better memory. I need to work on that. <laughs> uh, you know what I say? Instead of saying I can't remember, I like to say, I'm going to remember that in a second. So I just let my subconscious go, okay, we're going to let her remember that in a second. <laughs> it makes a huge difference. Oh, so tell me, what's the biggest thing that you've manifested? 
The biggest thing that I have manifested is the house I'm sitting in right now. Oh, tell us about that. What's the story of that? So the house I live in was built in 1920. And I've always envisioned, I've had dreams about living in this old house. And my house is a craftsman style bungalow. Yeah. And it's not a McMansion, but it is my dream home. It is literally, I used to, okay, let me tell you how much I manifested this. I used to drive around this neighborhood before I bought this house. Yeah. And I say, I can picture myself pulling into one of these driveways. I am going to live in this neighborhood one day. That's really good. And I'm a person, um, when I can't sleep at night, I like to get in my car and drive. That's like just one of my things I do. Oh. So I'm surprised the cops didn't get called on me because I would be <laughs> driving around <laughs> this Thank neighborhood. You. Yeah, at like one or two in the morning. And I literally be like, one day I'm going to have a house in this neighborhood. I just am. That's and then when it happened, so when this house came up for sale, I never set foot in the house. I just kind of walked up onto the porch and peeked in the windows and I saw the hardwood floors and the big fireplace. And I just knew on the inside, this is what I've been trying to manifest. <gasps> wow. And I had to really work hard to get this house. It's the first house I ever bought. And it's oh. probably the last house I'll ever live in. It literally is my dream house, but I for sure manifested it. That is so exciting. What's your favorite thing about the house? My favorite thing about the house is the front porch. Oh. So I have a really large front porch. I have a porch swing and some rocking chairs. Oh, and, uh, it's really big. Back in the 1920s when this house was built, that's what they used to do. They used to sit on their porches and converse with their neighbors. And that was just what they did. And my front porch is where I spend a lot of my summer. A lot of my neighbors, they'll pull up and they'll see me out there. And I love to journal or when it rains, that's my favorite. Oh. Like to get on my porch swing and cuddle up with a book and just listen to the rain and, uh, you know, have a little snuggle with my dogs. It's, just, it's awesome. I wish it rained more often in Utah. I know me too, but I love to like, you know, when we've had some of those crazy hailstorms. Yeah, I don't know at the beginning of this year. Yes, I just go out there and watch them, and it's so awesome. My house faces north, so um, it's kind of cool. The sun's not ever like in my eyes because it faces That's north. Good, right. So yeah, so I'll watch the lightning storms and the, oh. the hail and all that. Don't be crying, girl. And my eyes are yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to come over there so bad. <laughs> I want to come to your porch. <clears throat> you should I love porches. Porches are like an extra room. Okay. Yeah. I love yeah. them. I've always wanted an awesome porch. I have a really nice back porch, which is nice and shady, and I really like it. So, yeah. I get That's the awesome. Swing. And I want to swing really bad. I need a Do porch it. swing. Manifest a porch swing. I will manifest a porch swing. I manifested a, like a hammock chair thingy. Uh -huh. and that, I need to manifest somewhere to hang it because... The branch broke off the tree I was thinking I would put it in. So now it just sits in my closet with nowhere to hang. Why don't you put it in that corner you're sitting in and mount it to the ceiling? Um, you know, there's a hook on in that corner. I might be able to. I should look into that. I should see. You never know. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, this has been awesome. I love your story. Thank I you. Love 
that you you make it sound doable. It is doable. Yeah. You just got to be careful who you take your financial advice from. Right. Exactly. So, um, did we give did we give my listeners a way to contact you? Yeah. So we told them coachtiffanybarnes.com is the one-on-one session they can schedule or uh, text money manifest to 801-406-3515. And I'll give them a free ticket to my workshop. Oh, I love that. And you can come too, Kelly. <gasps> Thank you. I will come. Yeah. Okay. The next one. I'm planning on probably October or November. Okay. In October, I'm speaking out of state twice. And in November, I'm speaking out of state and in London. So hopefully I'm here when you do it. Yeah. I usually do it every two to three months. So if you miss those, I'll always catch you on the flip side, maybe at the beginning of next year. Okay. And if you have it in Salt Lake, I'm going to come see your porch while I'm out there. Yes. (laughs) Awesome. All right. Well, do you have any last words for my listeners? I just want to say thank you for having me on and you are the queen of manifesting. Indeed. I love listening to your stuff and uh, seriously with all my heart. Thank you very much to you and your listeners. Oh, thank you so much. You were awesome. And I think that they're going to love you and I hope to see lots of them at your workshop because I'm going to go. Cool. Sounds good. All right. Well, thank you so much, Tiffany Barnes, Wealth Transformation Coach. And uh, everybody look in my episode notes to find all of her links. If you didn't remember them, you can just go in the notes and click on the links. They'll be in there. And uh, that's it for today. And we will hear from you. I can't say we'll see you because I don't see you guys. We will talk to you next week. (laughs) All right. Thanks, Tiffany. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye, everybody. Okay, well, that's it for today. Thank you guys so much for listening. And again, if you want to contact me, sign up for my course. If you have program ideas or anything at all you need to contact me about, my email is kelly at thequeenofmanifesting.com. And that is also my website, www.thequeenofmanifesting.com. So you can also contact me there. There's a contact form at the bottom. So I try to make it pretty easy to get a hold of me. You guys are awesome. Thank you for listening. Thank you for all your awesome reviews. And if you haven't left a review yet, if you feel inclined, please do. Five-star reviews are super welcome. And I love to hear your feedback. So everybody have an awesome day. And I will talk to you on the next episode.